Oh, hello friends. What's this? A bonus episode? Wow, amazing. Ah, oh, what is it? A b- b- bonus show. Oh yeah, we're in a bonus show. I need some music to introduce the bonus show. Well, to be fair, I need music for all of my shows. All of the episodes at the moment. My point being, this is a bonus episode. Aren't you lucky? It's great. What's it about? Well, I've received some feedback. <laughs> I received the... Uh, I received some comments about the the show, about the seven players that rejected the Pride jerseys. That was, if you haven't heard that, that was episode number 28. There you go. So if you hadn't heard it, I'd recommend going and listening to that so you can be all caught up. Uh, the bonus episode is basically me. I just wanted to go into some of the comments I received. And uh, as I previously mentioned, thank you for commenting and for your thoughts on all of this even if you disagreed with me now I'll go through some of the comments I won't give names unless those people have indicated that that's okay um, I won't give their full names anyway so I don't, don't need maybe maybe I'll just make up a name so this is up to the people that didn't agree with me for example don't feel like I'm attacking you I'm attacking your ideas it's a completely different thing still respect you Rem- remember that as I tear apart your ideas just kidding i'm just kidding but i'm gonna read some of this out because it's interesting and we'll start over on substack there's only two or three or four things that i'll get through um, but we'll start with the substack comment and some lady named jen said uh, in my experience the people who get angry that someone doesn't support the LGBTQ extremist movement are the same people who ignore the fact that uh, some that uh, the same group of people are murdered in places like the Middle East. They ramble on about equal rights, no more wars, no more starving children. But when you point out all of the places or policies that continue these atrocities across the globe, they become amazingly silent. They only care when they are told to care. And actually this plays into, uh, thanks for your comment, Jen. This plays into the previous episode, Tools of the PSYOP. They only care when they are told to care about a particular thing. Works exactly, that's the whole propaganda thing. What we're being fed on TV and the radio and through podcasts and particular influences. And that's why communication and talking all the time, talking and discussing these ideas is crucial and not silencing the discussion because if your ideas hold up they should be able to hold up in a debate so yeah i agree with that jen the they only care when they are told to care and for the most part we are told as the tools of the psyop episode weaponized compassion automatic consistency you want to appear to be consistent because that's a good thing generally speaking when it comes to stuff like um or we associate that with logic uh, rationality stability and honesty and being inconsistent is commonly seen as very undesirable, indecisive, confused. And in this case, uh, if you're or aren't you a caring person, you should care about the vulnerable in society. And again, the the LGBTQ is being framed as the oppressed, and we need to go along with everything that they they want because that's the kind, caring thing to do. Don't worry about the trade-offs or the destruction of society under this and what they're pushing on children. Don't worry about that. It's got to be consistent and we've got to help and care about the vulnerable and the oppressed quote unquote uh, jumping over to the insta gram and mariah 
She says she loves me, thinks I'm brilliant, handsome. Everyone should sign up and subscribe to what I'm doing. That's great words, Mariah. No, she didn't say any of that, but she's probably thinking it. She said uh, she loved the coverage, uh, and it's interesting that the media can't say anything because they're not um, white Christian people. It goes on, uh, I can guarantee their jerseys were, were supposed to be subtle because they knew there would be backlash for being pride jerseys in the first place. Uh, also, I don't get why people think Christians don't drink. It's like they've never read the Bible and are only going on what they know about fundamentalists. It's not just the rainbow, it's the perversion of the rainbow. Uh, as you know, religious Christian symbol in Noah's Ark. Uh, it's the perver- so it's the, the perversion of the rainbow. I like that you pointed out the contrast of accused um, as well versus convicted and that the ideology versus individual sin uh, when it comes to gambling. Uh, if a Christian is willing to come out and in their career, say in sport, uh, I am not supporting this and say I am not supporting this, I can guarantee you they know about queer theory, gender ideology, gay ideology, gay ideology all of that stuff. No one would just come out and say they are not opposed to it, risking their career, risking sponsorships in the future, and so on. Uh, They also don't understand gambling, and in a sense, entrepreneurship is a massive form of gambling. That's very true. I mean, you're putting in, you're risking your reputation, your time, your money, your lifestyle, everything. And again, people talking about alcohol sponsorships are ignorant uh, like, uh, as in they are ignorant to what the Bible actually says about alcohol. It's not the alcohol is the sin, it's drunkenness, because it alters the mind. So thanks for that comment, Mariah. And then I'll go to another comment. This one's a little bit more critical. Uh, because, uh, well, it's critical, so I'll just, I'll call you Jack. There you go. Uh, Jack says, I-, I disagree with the brave tag you gave them. The majority of people over here in Australia aren't really uh, riled up by it. Most just want them to say their point and either play the game or don't play. At the end of the day, the NRL is a business. There's obviously a benefit to the business to run these things. I mean that jersey sold out, so the club has made money and the majority of rugby league clubs operate at a loss, so uh, the players may actually have to accept the bigger picture if they want the lifestyle they currently have. Uh, And I just commented back and said, well, there's no stats given on the jerseys whether they sold 20 jerseys or 2,000 or gave them away and put that as part of the whole selling out thing. And special round jerseys, I'm not sure if they commonly sell out or not. We In the NRL, there's special round jerseys quite often. Uh, and he, uh, Jack says it doesn't matter, though it's still serving a purpose to the club. Um, I just love these players who think they are bigger than the game, most likely due to their God telling them, and if it was a jersey with a religious connotation on it and people reacted the same, imagine the noise they would be making about their right to practice their religion. It goes both ways. Unfortunately, religion doesn't seem to grasp that concept. Uh, And then after listening to the episode said, um, I think you're giving the players too much credit. I highly doubt they are against the ideology or even understand the gay pride ideology. It would be simply be Bible says man and woman and that's it. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that if the players don't want to support it, then they shouldn't take the money from the alcohol and gambling sponsorships. There is also a dark layer of society in regards to those two aspects. Just because it's not an ideology doesn't mean it's not as detrimental to society as much as the pride stuff. Three out of the five young people I work with all have fetal alcohol syndrome. Where's the players' revolt over that religious 
or not. So thanks for those comments. I will just add, I'll push back a little bit on the, uh, the last stuff. It's, you said that if the players don't want to support it, then they shouldn't take the money from the alcohol and gambling sponsorship. Uh, you have to disassociate that. As I mentioned in the episode, you, you can't say that a product that is being advertised is, sorry, I'm getting a phone call at the same time. Um, you have to disassociate because, as mentioned, the LGBT stuff is an ideology. That's what it is. It's a collective ideology being pushed down the throats of people, and it is very anti-Christian. And if Christians don't want to wear the symbolism of that ideology, they have every right not to. There is no symbolism of Christianity on the rugby jerseys. Now, these rugby players are allowed to have a cross or something on their armbands if they draw it on themselves. That's absolutely fine. They allow that kind of expression. And if someone, if there was a player out there that had a little rainbow on their wrist, do you think other players would revolt against that and not play with them? It's a, it's a different thing, especially when your club's forcing you to wear the symbol. And as mentioned previously, and I think uh, Mariah mentioned it, the things about gambling and alcohol, they are products and that's individual sin. And alcohol in itself is not a sin, but drunkenness is or leads to that. And gambling, as I mentioned in the episode, uh, is in, not of itself. And as was also mentioned, the one of the highest forms of gambling is entrepreneurship and starting your own business and doing all that. Uh, it's the worship of money that would be the sin, not so much gambling. Of course, gambling can lead there. Now, with the whole fetal alcohol syndrome, then that is not sticking to the subject because that's setting up a straw man argument. And should people care about that? Yeah. And how do you care about that? What's the best thing to actually deal with those sorts of things is strong homes. Ultimately, the foundation of all of this is strong families. And that's what Christianity pushes, is strong homes. And having a, a father and a good, loving, kind leader, leader, a father to lead the home and a mum to keep it all together. And a lot of the problems spawn out of that and the destruction of the so-called nuclear family. And I was listening to a podcast and they said, what we're, what we're witnessing is the nuclear fallout from the destruction of the nuclear family. I thought that was absolutely brilliantly put. Now, also, it's been shown that Christians generally give more and are more involved in the community. And when it comes to, I'm sure you know, when it comes to Pacific Islanders, they are very community focused. And a lot of these players and people that earn big money overseas send a lot of that back home to help at home because that's their environment. That's how they were raised. And so to say that they should be sticking up for the fetal alcohol syndrome, that's something that you are involved with. And it's amazing that you are dealing with that and helping with that. That's fantastic. But you're asking people to deal with every ill in society, and that's an impossibility. We have to focus on the areas that we can and make our lives stronger and make us stronger and go forward morally and ethically as best we can and be wise about it. But we have to, we have to focus on the things that we can focus on doesn't mean that we don't care but it's just you can't care about everything it's impossible and I think these players have just shown real moral backbone to say no it's a step too far and we're not doing this now if you think that well if they don't want to wear it and the club's telling them to wear it then maybe they should be sacked well okay and then maybe they should maybe they should maybe they should all get up and walk away from the game and we should let the free market play out because quite frankly uh, I would stop watching this I've, I've stopped watching a lot of sports because of the whole social justice woke stuff and if, if we want to let the free market play out, then go ahead. That I would be fully on board with that. <laughs> Completely fine. Jack, though, and then you finished off with just saying, uh, 
you're not sure why this has received so much airtime in the first place. What's well, because it's the predominant ideology of our time. And people coming out of university have been, for the most part, trained in this, trained in equality and that kind of thing, social justice, LGBT, uh, revisionist history, um, basically critical theory and Marxism without even knowing what it is. And then those people that have come out of university over the last decade have gone into positions in every area of life, including media. So you're wondering why it's getting airtime. It's because this is the dominant ideology and they're trying to protect it. And anyone who goes against it must be, well, for lack of a better word and a bit of a pun, must be crucified, must be taken down. No, these people aren't good people. Look at them. They're not empathetic. They don't care. They are bad people. And look how bad Christianity is. That's the whole point. It's an ideological battle. And ultimately, it's a spiritual battle. Uh, there's a few other comments, but I will, I think I'll leave it there. I hope I got to got the points across. If you want to comment further, feel free to comment in the substacky thing, the comment section. And I could address some of that uh, there if you'd like to have a further conversation. More than happy. So just uh, comment under the episode. This will be episode 31 or bonus episode, whatever I title it. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the bonus show. This is the bonus show fading out. We're going out. It's the end of the bonus show. Yeah, it's been, whoa, I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to do a, think of a song. I can't think of a song. Going to have to come up with, like I said, some audio, some stings and little intro music and outro music. And then the show will really have its beautification and its sparkle going. This has been the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast, commentary, comedy, conversation. Remember to subscribe, like, share, comment. And I will talk to you in the next one.